Hello, and welcome to Faith, Fitness, and French Toast. As always, I'm your host, Moses Allwood, and I want to warmly welcome you into the podcast. As I've said before, the purpose of this podcast is simple, to encourage, empower, and inspire athletes of all walks of life in their strength endeavors, faith walk, and of course, their best options for post-workout late-night meals. I'm excited for this episode. I'm excited that we're finally getting started. So without further ado, please sit back, relax, and let's dive on in. I want to open a little bit with my story. Uh, Obviously, for those of you guys that already know who I am, this isn't new to you, but there are plenty of you uh, who hopefully I'm reaching out to that don't know who I am. So as I said, my name is Moses. Uh, I'm a senior at Liberty University. I'm a part of Liberty Powerlifting, and I'm currently, for the next few weeks, still a part of Soul Programs, a youth development nonprofit in downtown Washington, D.C., I grew up overseas in Ireland. My parents are missionaries there. And so from seventh grade all the way through 12th grade, I grew up overseas. Uh, I went to a private school there. I played rugby. I played tennis. uh, And I experienced something that was significantly different than a lot of uh, the people that I've gotten to know over here that have just lived in the States their whole lives. And you know, I'm thankful for those six years. They were tough because it was a different environment and it was something that I just wasn't used to uh, and I wasn't really expecting to have to go through when I was a kid. But those six years were very formative, even in preparing for this podcast to happen. Because those six years in Ireland forced me to step outside of my comfort zone. I didn't have the option. I had to step out of it. Because suddenly, after just a five-hour plane ride, I was 4,000 miles away from where I'd grown up in East Tennessee. And so that jump outside of my comfort zone forced me to start reckoning with what I wanted to do with my life. It forced me to grow up faster. It forced me to absorb the culture faster. And I think because of that, forced me to become a more well-rounded individual at an earlier age. And so I started preparing there. I started working in weight training when I was playing rugby, when I was playing tennis. And I connected with a teacher at my high school. His name was Mr. Jones, uh, who instilled in me the drive to become better. He recognized in the scrawny 14-year-old that I was that there was potential for me to achieve something greater than what I was currently doing. And so through the rest of high school, I trained with him. I worked in the weight room and... You know, I wasn't good at it. I'm going to be really honest, I wasn't good at it. But I put the work in because he instilled within me the drive to put that work in. That some days it's not going to go well. Some days your training is going to suck. And you know what? It's okay because there's always another session. There's always another day. There's always another block. There's always another meet. And so for four years, I put my nose to the grindstone in high school and I just trained albeit badly, but I trained. I came back to the States in 2016 after I graduated high school, went to Liberty University um, on a full ride off of a missionary kid scholarship. It was an area where I was beyond blessed. Uh, I never thought that I'd be the one to go to a private school. Both my sisters went to state schools, Um, but it was 
an unbelievable honor to be able to go to a private school, a prestigious school like Liberty, especially on a full ride. So I spent the last four years, three and a half, I'll graduate in May, at Liberty studying speech communications. Uh, And throughout my time at Liberty, I've slowly come to actualize and realize where my passion lies. I came into Liberty in politics. I thought what I wanted to do was come up to D.C. and and work on the Hill and run for office and change things from above. And I realized very quickly my heart just wasn't in it, you know? And so after about six months of being at Liberty, I I changed my mind. And I said, no, you know, I'm going to go into communications. I'm going to go into something that's a broad spectrum, but that's within an area of my expertise, which is just people. And I started studying speech communications. I started studying um, persuasion and argumentation, how to work in small group, large group situations, rhetoric from some of the famous rhetoricians. And I just slowly began to develop this larger picture of communications, networking, and just people in general. And then I came across Liberty Powerlifting. Uh, it was a club uh, that was just a few people uh, that would get together uh, a couple times a week and lift together, get stronger together. But it was very exclusive. Uh, there weren't, uh, there wasn't much outreach at all. Um, people saw it as elitist. And my junior year, uh, I knew I wanted to get involved. I wanted to build something greater than just some lifters getting together. And so I connected uh, with Max uh, and Kate and a couple other people um, to build something larger than just some lifters getting together. I stepped up as a communications director for Liberty Powerlifting. Uh, We began began communicating with potential sponsors. Uh, We began boosting our social media page, uh, promoting, recruiting lifters, getting people more involved with the idea of powerlifting which even for me was still a very new, um, a new concept because I hadn't, I'd never lifted competitively. I had just gone to the gym, put the work in, but I didn't really know what I wanted out of it. Um, but we got involved and we, we started pushing people to come Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and we started getting a good turnout. Uh, but there's still, there was just, there was something missing. So fast forward to last spring, uh, about about a year ago, uh, one of the other officers had to step down, and so Max and I stepped up as, as taking over the team. And we just saw a, a boom, not even by our own doing, but just a boom of, of attention, interest, and desire in powerlifting. Uh, we took a group of people to... Um, the Arnold to connect with uh, some bigger names. We had a lifter compete at, at collegiate nationals in April uh, in Columbus, Ohio. Um, I was able to compete in my first competition. And we started seeing this bigger picture. The powerlifting in and of itself is something that's so much bigger than an individual going into a squat rack, putting 500 pounds on their back, squatting down and standing up with it. It's so much bigger than just getting on a bench, pressing it to your chest and pressing it up or picking a bar off the ground. It was about this idea of a family. And I think it's something that I had missed 
for such a long time because my early years, my childhood, my adolescence, I think I had been starved from that concept because growing up overseas forced me to jump into survivalist mode. It forced me to jump into this false perception of I I have to do it by myself. I have to figure it out. Nobody's going to help me. And so from then on, I had dived into this this individualist, egotistical mindset of nobody is there for me. And so I was training for a sport with the completely wrong head screwed on. And I realized once people started competing, once people started connecting with one another, developing those friendships, relationships, particularly with athletes that weren't necessarily good by national standards, I realized we could be building something here. And I realized there was an opportunity for me to look outside of myself in this sport of powerlifting. And so now, as we move into December of 2019, we've got eight athletes going to collegiate nationals instead of just one from last April. We've had a ton of athletes compete this semester. We've got new students coming in who maybe have only touched a barbell a couple times in their life that are now being poured into by new, uh, stronger athletes. Uh, we've got two sponsorship deals with great companies, Skull Smash Ammonia and Raw Grip Chalk, with even more on the way. We've got professional powerlifters working directly with various athletes across our team. And hopefully here, uh, it's only going to go up. And we hope that, yes, it's been awesome to see this growth, but I would imagine there's just so many more opportunities for growth even after this. And so I say I'm long-winded and I say all that just to get to this. My purpose for this podcast, my purpose for lifting, my purpose for training, for working in the sport of powerlifting is because I want to create a larger community that feels welcome in the sport. We're in an unforgiving world. We're in a world of people that are selfish, that are self-centered, that are victims, that are self-obsessed. I'm part of a generation that is so deeply lost because we've become so caught up on our phones that we can't even attach to people anymore because we're so used to just saying things across a keyboard that we probably would never say to someone else's face. And so that that societal mindset of aggression has has leached into athletics and you know a day doesn't go by where i i look at you know a professional powerlifter even one of my own posts of someone just trying to better themselves maybe they've hit a pr or a world record or they've competed or they're trying to provide some form of nutritional advice and i'll see hundreds of comments of people just hating on whatever that lift is. I don't care whether a squat's high. I don't care if a bench wasn't paused or somebody's butt came off or they hitched a deadlift. People are trying to better themselves. And it doesn't help anything to have a society that's so out to get each other that we look at someone trying to better themselves and say, hey, screw you. You don't know what you're doing. Give up. We say, hey, why don't you just go kill yourself? You're not good for anything. We've got a a suicidal epidemic. We've got mass depression, anxiety um, across the world right now. We've got 
arguably a, a global climate crisis happening right now. We've got bigger issues than just attacking people across a keyboard online. And I would hate for powerlifting to just turn into this joke of a sport because everyone's ego is too big to fit anyone else into it. And so what I want to do with this podcast is counteract that. I want to encourage. I want to empower. I want to inspire. I want to create a community of lifters and non-lifters alike to just love each other and support each other and say, yeah, okay, your squat was high. Let's work on it. Man, your bench wasn't great, but we can fix that. Yeah, your deadlift, not going to lie, you hitched it, but we can fix that. Where we go from a place of, of hatred and narcissism to constructive criticism and support. Because there's nowhere to go from the former, but there's everywhere to go from the latter. And so beyond this podcast, this podcast is just a step in the right direction. It's low production value. It's me just getting information out there and starting to build that community. My dream, as many people know, is to open a gym eventually, to train and coach 100% of the time, to work not only with professional athletes, but novice athletes, at-risk kids, uh, people who haven't had the opportunity or the finances to even uh, access someone to teach them how to train properly. Because there's nothing Nothing to me that is more important than feeling like you have worth in this world. Because it's a cold world out there. It really is. It's dog eat dog. And we need significantly more people that are willing to sacrifice themselves and sacrifice their lives to help others. And I'm just one dude. And I recognize that. My reach can only be so wide. And one day, you know, I'm going to be gone And there's going to be other people doing that same thing. But at the end of the day, if I could just stop pointing fingers and just look at myself in the mirror and say, hey, maybe I need to be that change. There's a mountain of good that I can do. And there's a mountain of good that you can do if you decide to make that same choice. So that's a little bit about me. That's a little bit about my my goals. I know it's a little bit haphazard, but it's my heart. And it's my desire to see everyone that can lift a barbell, lift a barbell. Whether you are a kid, just curious about what the gym is, or whether you are in your 70s or 80s and you know you, you want to remember what it was like to feel young again. I believe that everyone who can get their hands on a barbell should be able to. It's been such an incredible therapy for me with my anxiety uh, that I know it's such a powerful Uh, recovery method for people who are drug addicts, recovering drug addicts, recovering alcoholics, um, people in jail, people who have stepped out from that, blue collar, white collar. For so many people across the world, powerlifting and lifting weights in the fitness industry, it's just, it's been unbelievably beneficial for them. And I don't want to take that for granted. I don't want to take my body and my strength for granted because I know that this has been gifted to me by God. And I know that every single person on this earth is here for a reason. And I know that every single person has those individual passions and desires and stuff that is God-breathed, that is their reason for being on this earth. And I know that mine is in athletics. I know that mine is in empowering athletes to become better versions of themselves. And I am not going to waste my time 
here by not putting that work in. And so my empowerment for you guys today is don't waste what you've been given. If you're good with finances, good. Be good with finances. Put the work into that and help people who aren't good with that become better. Look outside of yourself. Build your network and spread that net wide because you have been given those gifts for a reason and it would sure be a waste to just squander those gifts in being selfish. If you're a good athlete, great. Empower other athletes. Go to schools and volunteer and and help kids become better athletes. If you're a good politician, great. It means you're probably good with people. But maybe that also requires you stepping outside of yourself and seeing what you can actually do for the community instead of what you can do for your own career. Far too many of us, and myself included, have become so self-absorbed and self-obsessed. We like reposting things about helping other people, but we never end up actually doing it. Because at the end of the day, it's significantly easier to sit on my phone and say, oh yeah, praying for Paris, than it is to actually do anything about the problems that are taking place. Now I recognize there are people that are going to have more of an impact than me. Of course there are. I'd be naive to say otherwise. I'd be arrogant to say otherwise. But I would be so remiss to not recognize the personal power and opportunity I have to make a difference. And so my hope over the course um, of however long this podcast lasts is that I can provide practical tips, not just about powerlifting, though of course that's going to be a big part of it, but about how to just juggle surviving in this world. Because there are a lot of people that do not want to see you succeed. Sure, there are people that are in your corner, but there are a lot more people that would rather see you fail than see you succeed. Because for them, seeing someone else fail validates their reason for not doing anything to help themselves. And so I want to encourage you each week when I release an episode to become a better version of yourself to push yourself to become a better athlete, a better father, a better mother, a better son, a better daughter, a better husband, a better wife, a better roommate, a better coworker, a better boss. Because each of us has such an important role to play in the development of our own generation and the generations to come. So I hope, I hope that my ramblings prove fruitful. Because I know for me, it's helpful. And if, this, if these words fall on deaf ears and only help one person, then hey, I've impacted one more person than I would have if I didn't record this at all. So I want to humbly thank you for listening if you've made it this far. I want to thank you for just being you. And I would encourage you and implore you Tap into what your skill set is and invest in it. Empower people through your specific skill set. Make people feel loved today through the skills that the Lord has given you. Thank you guys for listening in today. Uh, This is the beginning of hopefully 
a wonderful journey. Uh, and I'm looking forward uh, to, to hearing some feedback from you guys. I want to talk about the things that you want to hear about. Uh, I want to give you the opportunity to let me know what you want to hear and what you don't want to hear. Because obviously, <clears throat> I don't want to speak on things that people don't want to hear me talk about. So let me know what you want to hear uh, and let me know what I can do better. Uh, but I'm, I hope you enjoy this first episode. Uh, and I look, back, look forward to hearing from you guys next week.